Hey everyone, Frank with the Downright Good Podcast here. Yeah, you know, the one you clicked on to listen to. Obviously, you know what the hell you're listening to right now. So anyway, I just want to let you know, we're on all of your favorite things now. We're on Spotify, we're on Google Podcasts, we're on iTunes, we're on Podbean. I'm sure other people will pick us up soon. Also, as far as social media goes, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, and we're on Twitter. Though I'll admit I don't really know anything about Twitter yet. So, hey, check us out. Here we go. Is that racist? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I mean, we're not allowed to speak other languages, or is it if you say it in a funny tone of voice? I mean, it's it, it, it's all greetings. So it doesn't really matter. I mean, it really depends on who our demographic of our listeners are. Sure. But I'm, I think there's a difference between, like, if you say, hola, or if you're like, hola, Wait, <laughs> hola, it, senor. Like, oh. is, that, <laughs> is that racist, or is it how you say it? I, I guess it's the the the... the the background of the how you're saying it, I like guess. how you mean it. You're like, yeah, I think you're like, oh, oh, senor. <laughs> like you're really making. Fun. Oh, that's me, your gardener, senor. <laughs> so like, just say it like normal voice. Was that Indian or Mexican? I, I don't, I don't know, know. I just did. I'm not, like I say, like hola. Yeah, like, I'm not doing the Mexican background with it or the accent with it or what you think might be an accent. With hola, it. tacos. <laughs> <laughs> This is a bad way to start. Yeah, this is a very bad way. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> this is a downright good podcast here. We're on episode 10 now. I know, it's weird. It is weird. So this is uh, this will be our 11th week. And uh, strangely enough, we actually have something to talk about this episode. Well, you do. I'm just kind of here. <laughs> it's, just, uh, it's the way it goes, right? Right? Like I said, you're the straight man. In the conversation, like I'm definitely the straight guy. Shut the fuck up. That's not how I mean it. <laughs> You're the straight man. I'm the gay man. Are we get is that homophobic? A little bit. If you say it with a like a lisp, I didn't even think you said it with a lisp. Did you? <laughs> I'm gay. The gay man. I'm gay man. Like the flam. You know that. Well, we don't have to get into. Well, what, if, you're, if you're going the whole flamboyant, you have to have the whole movement with it because that's that, for some reason you can't really speak the flamboyancy unless you do the movement with it. You know, emphasize it. it, So, uh, like, we know gay people in our life, right? And I, I've never met a gay person who actually who does like the limp hand. You know what I mean? All the the stereotypes doesn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I'm sorry. Who does actually do that? See, every single one I've met, I have two of them at my work, and they do that. Like they're very like they're not in your face about it. It's their general talking. Like they just can't help it. Like that kind of thing. (laughs) He just did it. Like they just can't help it. All right, come on. All right, so episode 10, uh, www.downrightgood.net. We're on uh, Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. I think iTunes is still a thing that's happening. Um, Yeah, and we're here, and today we're going to get a little bit political here. Yeah, my my favorite topic. Yeah, Yeah, right? Uh Uh-huh. Everybody's favorite topic. Maybe we'll do religion next week. That's even better. (laughs) Why don't we just do both? Let's do both right now. Politics and religion. (sighs) 
101, downright good. You're talking. I just walked downstairs. You're still talking. Come back in an hour. <laughs> Two hours later, I'm just like, I'm Rush Limbaugh all of a sudden. You know what I mean? Whoa. <laughs> let me let me ask you a question. Where would you say on the political spectrum that you fall? Like more conservative, more liberal? I was going to say I fall. I probably fall after having a beer or two. <laughs> Just two? No, it takes more than that for you to fall down. <laughs> I'm trying to make myself sound good. All what right? time did you get home today? Today? Yeah. It, today, today, it's still the same. Well, I guess it's technically the next day. Uh, it's still the same day. I'm still thinking. Are you talking about Friday? Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, two o'clock? One o'clock? In the afternoon. Like yeah. yeah. Which is like your four in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, okay. So for those who don't know, I work third shift. So third shift, I day drink, according to everybody else that don't know, don't know what the fuck I'm talking about about third shift. You know, yeah. and they're like, what, you're drinking at seven and eight o'clock in the morning? What mm-hmm. the hell's wrong with you? What bars even open then? You know, like I've never seen a bar open. Uh, well, yeah, Thomas Cafe. You have the Wickliffe Lounge. You have Three Hundred Six Lounge. You have all right, all right. <laughs> we get it. You got a problem. We get it. I don't have a problem. I drink once a week now. I don't have a problem. I drink it all the way. You know how I used to drink every freaking day. I got it. I got it. Yeah, no, but I got to say, you look comparatively. You looked pretty fucking smashed this morning. Well, yeah. I also didn't eat. So it's no, yeah, no <laughs> breakfast or anything. No, I haven't eaten in like two days. Went straight to the bar, drank my normal consumption. Yeah, which is however a, you want to imagine something. Gallon <laughs> <laughs> or two of something at a time. Um. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. But as far as your question goes, yeah, I have no idea. I've been staying away from the political anything political since after Obama. Okay. Like after he got elected after like during the election period. Well, I guess a good way to figure it out is uh, let's start with this question. How do you, did you like Obama? I didn't care. You just didn't care. I like him better than Trump. Okay. I mean, it's just, I didn't care because me as an individual personally. Yeah. Everybody says that your vote matters, but I'm literally one vote. I understand the whole thing about the masses and get as much as you possibly can. Yeah. But it is my one vote. Me personally. And it's like, it's your right to vote. Yeah, it's my right to fucking vote if I want to. Right. Don't get in my fucking face. Like, why the fuck are you voting? I'm like, because it's my fucking right. I understand. Like, no matter what, who gets in the fucking office, I have to deal with whatever the fuck they want to do. So you recognize that it's a right, but you don't see it as a responsibility. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I I can kind of see what you're saying because... It's very, um, very rarely has it come to the point of one vote has made the difference anywhere. Yeah. Now it has happened. Yeah, and it, it has, has happened. But this day and age, like between the electronic voting and all the other bullshit that's going on with the being elected or being voted for this or voted for that. It's like it's not like how it was back in the day where the only thing you have to really worry about is that one asshole sneaking into your booth and throwing in 15 freaking ballots. Yeah. Or not ballots, but uh, tickets. Just to say, I voted for this guy. Yeah, throwing in like dead people's names yeah, and shit. It's yeah, like that's the only thing you had to worry about. Now you have to worry about hacking. You have to worry about this guy. You have to worry about you know this thing saying like I voted for this, but it really was for that. So, are you trying to imply that like you would think your vote meant more if people weren't fucking around like that? Yes. Okay. Well, good news <laughs> because. The particular person that we're going to be talking I just brought about this whole today. freaking thing down, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> you just you, you hit it. You you actually got right in there 
where this is going. Because there's a guy, a relative newcomer to the political stage. He's not a politician or anything. He was a CEO. And I'm excited because like when you first said his name, I kind of looked at you, but I, mean, I was really, really drunk. Yeah, when he you said were. his name. <laughs> and I'm just like, did he just say uh, an Asian name? <laughs> but I mean, like, it's kind of like me, but I don't have an Asian name at all. You know, <laughs> it fit because uh, I, you know, I've been getting into a lot of the guys. His name's Andrew Yang. Let's just get that out there. <laughs> We're going to talk about Andrew Yang. And it's because I'm a firm believer that. First off, I like the underdog. You know what I mean? I love the story of the underdog. And secondly, I, I think that after the 2016 election, we found out a few things. You can't you can no longer say that somebody is unelectable. You know what I mean? True. They did. Well, this. I mean, th- there are people that you can just see that are very unelectable. They're like, I'm not going to talk to the hobo down the street. You, know I, what I mean? you can't like uh, the 2016 election. You had basically three front runners. You had Trump, Hillary and Bernie. Right. And the problem became in the Democratic side of things is that all the all the Bernie people, most of them were saying they're not going to vote for Hillary if Bernie doesn't run. Right. So you had a bunch of people still writing in Bernie's name on the ballot, fucked the whole thing up. But the problem was that a lot of the Hillary people were saying, well, Hillary's a for sure thing and Bernie's unelectable despite his popularity. And you had, you had people who truly believe that Bernie might have been the best candidate, but was unelectable because Hillary was in the race. Well, plus what I saw when I first like going by not knowing anything about Bernie, when I first saw him, like if he gets elected to the office, he's just going to die in, in the Oval Office. He's like, pretty from old. Age. Yeah, I, know, I get it. <laughs> he's like, oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We are. We're here. <laughs> I'm the president. Not. Yeah. That. The, the left shoulder grab. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, like I, I, I've seen the things that you've shown me and I've looked up a couple of things, but like I said, I just, I just have no political view personally. That's interesting to me considering your, your family history, right? So your family's in this very weird state of like a bunch of immigrants married into like military, you know what I yeah. mean? So you would think like very left leaning people who are left by nature of immigrating to the country, but conservative by their culture. And then your, your dad specifically, who is probably like left in the fact that he's married immigrants. He's got, you know, he's got uh, a son who's Asian, et cetera, et cetera. Like the, the sort of like weird mashup of left and right ideals. And like, do you know who your dad voted for? No. Do you think it's Trump? Probably. Does he like <laughs> I, Trump? Does he I talk? Well, the thing is with my family, like my, my aunt and uncle are very political and that's pretty much it. Yeah. The rest of my family is like, I got my guns. I got my property. Leave me alone. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, when I bring like you, how many times have you met my family? Uh, three times. Yeah. Uh, well, they've been over a couple of times. Well, so like, just, I mean, like in the driveway, I'm not saying talking about just like stopping by like that and that aspect. I'm talking about like going to their place and chilling for an hour. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Like we're here for like 15, 20 minutes at the most. Yeah, I was at I was at your mom's house two or three times and we just didn't talk. You know, like, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's, it's <laughs> when I introduce my friends to my family, it's like this could be either good or very, very, very bad. Yeah. You know, it's like 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 my, my exes. I only brought two of my exes ever to meet my family because it's like they they would scare them away. Yeah. 
I mean, you, you see my dad and most people say that my dad doesn't even look like me. How the hell is that my dad? You know, I'm like, oh, I'm the milk boy son, you know. But I mean, like I, I've had parties, family parties, like 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 a holiday party, whatever. And I brought like, you know, Mike and Mike with me. Yeah. Or someone else, you know, that aspect to just like, hey, come on over. We have some food, blah, blah, blah. Mom, my mom's side of the family is like, you know, me, my mom, my grandmother, and maybe my, me, me, my cousin or something like that. So, yeah, like four Asians with a bunch of Irish and German people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you'll so and it's funny. It, it's all broken up. Like you'll see like all the Irish and Germans all sitting here like once all about alcohol and then and then the Germans drinking their all about food and then all the, they'll talk, start talking about <laughs> sausage and guns. <laughs> and then other, like you got the little Asians and a couple of the other my other family all together. And we're like pulling out knives. <laughs> And then it'd be like, like I saw my buddy's reaction. He's just kind of sitting like, oh, this is kind of cool. You know, it's really good food. You know, he sees like, I'm talking to my mom, my dad's buddy pulling out this knife and he's pulling out his knife. And then my mom pulls out her knife. And then my grandma is like, oh, look at this machete. <laughs> little tiny grandma. <laughs> and then he would like look 30 feet over to another group. And they're like, yeah, check out. I got this new Glock 19. Hey, I got this 45. And they're just pulling guns out. So you guys just have all kinds of shit going on over there. Yeah, like there was a sudden, he's just sitting there staring, like eating a lumpia. Yeah, and he's like, "What the fuck's going on?" <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Got the knives on one side and the guns on the other side. What am I gonna die?" Like I'm in, in between. I got knives and a gun. You know? Yeah, I, I I didn't get to stick around long enough to to see that happen. So I, the both times we were there. You were just kind of like, all right, let's get the, let's eat and get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm worried about that. Because like it's the it's the aspect like because of all the shit going on today. But this has like been ever since I was born. Yeah, I am comfortable with it. But the thing is, like, if we start getting the political views, it's it's good for like the first twenty minutes between talking about political stuff. And then everybody's at each other's throats. Yes, and yeah. then I'm like, you have a knife in that pocket and in your boot, and you have a gun in your back pocket, and you have I'm like, <laughs> this is not gonna go well. Let's let's, let's not let's, let's airplanes. Yeah. Airplanes something. are very, very, very ingenious. You know, they fly. The Browns, <laughs> the Indians, something, the Cavs. Yeah. You know, I just, uh, it, the, a lot of the country right now is very split down a, not necessarily even just the middle, although mostly it is the middle. There's basically two sides comprised of smaller sides each. You know, there are people who voted for Hillary because they just didn't want Trump. There's people who voted for Hillary because they believed Hillary was the best option. There's people who still voted for Bernie. There's people who voted for Trump because they wanted to break down the political establishment. There's people who voted for Trump because they didn't want Hillary. You know, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, If Hillary got elected, that would be the only thing I would have for that is like, awesome. You're a woman who got into office. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, no, Hillary... It was, me, it, was, it was the whole entire aspect of a woman getting the office. Just like how, you know, Barack got into office for being black. Yeah. Well, not being black, but I mean, like <laughs> he was black, a black person being in an elected in office. That, that's president, awesome. Yeah. You know, like then and also like he got Hillary going in for office. And if she got into office, I'm like, that's awesome. A woman got into office, you know? Well, Barack Obama had, um, you know, when I was, when he first got into office, I was more conservative or at least I thought I was. And I, I thought I was because my family is all Republican and I just had no sense better. You know what I mean? Like, I just didn't know what I was. If if you were to ask me about any of my policy positions, I couldn't fucking tell you. But if 
<laughs> even at the time I was like, well, whatever gets us to Star Trek faster, <laughs> you know, like that's, but that's, those are not really conservative. You, you were raised the religion way. Like you, you were raised in Christians yes. and then every other religions, every other religion is evil. So like, I didn't know about it. I about Buddhism or Hinduism or like that. I thought I didn't, yeah. I didn't know those existed. I was just Christian. You know, it's the same thing with politics. I think that's what my parents did not want to do to me. Yeah. Well, you know, if they wanted you to not, to not be a part of that whole thing, they should have raised a Catholic because the best way to turn somebody away from religion <laughs> is to be raised Catholic. Anyway, so you have this large divide in the country and it doesn't really address the major problems that we have. Like Trump's talking about whatever he's talking about. Hillary was talking about. I'm sure if Hillary was president, everybody would be a lot more calm right now. That's one thing I could say about it. She wouldn't be harping on the fact that, you know, video games cause violence, video games, cause violence, uh, Russia. The funny thing is I saw that. uh, And today I saw a post that's saying like videos cause violence. And you see a guy playing on the computer, petting this cat around the door. (laughs) That cat's in every one of those video, (laughs) video game memes right now. It's like, it's all like, you know, when people say video games cause violence, it's just a cat like in farming simulator. No, 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 no. You know, I'm like, talking about this guy literally sitting behind the computer playing a video game mm-hmm. and he's like waiting for something and his hand is around a door frame petting a cat. Oh, I don't know. I didn't <laughs> like see an that actual one. cat. All those video game memes just have cats in them, yeah. I guess. But so Andrew Yang. Comes I'm like, wait, in. I'm making you go way off topic I know, every, we're, we're, every five minutes. I'm going to bring it back. <laughs> don't you worry. No, but Andrew Yang, I looked at him and I was like, oh, what he's saying is cool to me, but I know that it sounds fucking nuts to other people. Now, you... I, I mean, for granted, when, when you first talked about it, I'm like, where the fuck are you going with this? Like, are you talking about Star Trek or are you actually talking about something real? I, I'm totally talking about something real. And this guy, what he wants to do, the the essentially what his platform is, is go with the data, go with the technology. Go with data. Go with the da- go with the da- yes, Captain. Uh, go with the data. Go with the technology. Wherever that leads is inevitable, and we need to adapt society in positive ways to uh, continue on the path that we're on. This technological path that we're on. So, what's coming down the pipeline here is shit. <laughs> yeah, the the-, well, the the way that you put it to me that it's it. The- <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Catch your breath. <laughs> you didn't understand that? Why not? No, but the way you explained it to me uh, either yesterday or the day before is that like the way he wants to do the technology to furtherment of mankind. Yes. Well, it's going to be a lot of shit because there's that change that needs to happen. It's like changing a pipe that's leaking. Yeah. You can't shut the water off. So already to fix the pipe, you got to chop off that section, put a new one in. Yeah. Well, the water's still running, so take that section of the pipe out, and it's going to be gushing out water until you put that new pipe in. So that, that's what I'm going to see what happens with society once he puts his changes in. That's that, an interesting way to, I mean, I'm sense. sure you can turn the main off, but you're going to get well, some water leaking out. Yeah. I mean, like, there's still going to be some sort of leak somewhere. Yeah. You got to have, basically, here's what's coming. Automation is happening. Automate, you know, we we see it in our daily lives. How many times do you call a company and for at least... You know, 50 to 70% of the phone call, you're not talking to a fucking real person. You know, More it's than a that. bunch of menus. <laughs> Dude, I, right now, my family's restaurant, we tested this at my family's restaurant. Google has something called duplex, where you tell your phone, 
Google call and uh, make a reservation for dinner at such and such place at eight o'clock. It's like, okay, I'll let you know when the reservation is made. A fucking phone call happens and says, hey, this is a Google assistant. I would like to make a reservation for blah, blah, blah at 8 p.m. It sounds, dude, like a fucking real person. It sounds it has vocal mannerisms where it's like, uh, mm, mm, you know, shit like it that. Sound like, well, I will like talk to no, you. Like, like Google Home sounds good, but still sounds robotic. robotic yeah. It sounds like the, the, the Starship Enterprise computer voice. You know what I mean? It sounds great as a human voice, but it sounds like it's meant to be not human. You know what yeah. I mean? And this sounds like an actual person calling you. I, th- I thought for a minute. That I was talking to a live person. I was like, wait. And I know it wasn't supposed to be. I'm like, no, they're fucking with us. Like they have a team of people just calling hairdressers and restaurants and stuff, right? It, it, yeah, the, the the Google Assistant's really like real people. Yeah. Not, like, not even, it's not a computer at all. It's just there's, like there's like 150 people per room of thousands of rooms just yeah. constantly being people's assistants. Like, shit. Uh uh. <laughs> we gotta get through these calls quick, man. There's like four million of them. No problem. I will make that reservation as soon as I possibly can. <laughs> it's just like a dude like, yes, sir. Th- that voice that I pick, he's got to talk to me every yeah, time that I say time something. Google Home, we've been talking to a real person. <laughs> hey, Google. Yes. All this shit we've been trying to tell him. And sometimes it doesn't work. That's the when they're asleep, when it's like fucking up, you know? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Or he puts down that mic and it's still on. Yeah, right. Yeah. So automation is is going to have, you know, any any menial, not menial job, but like service jobs that don't require a trade skill. So your people who are insurance agents, for example, people who are working at call centers, uh, factory workers, truck drivers, taxi drivers, all those sort of staples of society are really easy to replace with robots. I mean, truck drivers they're going by the wayside within the next five to 10 years. Tesla's coming out with a truck that's going to drive itself. So you're going to have people at the dock loading up or not even people. You could have fucking robots at the dock loading up the truck. The robot truck drives to the next place where the other robots unload the truck. And then maybe there's still a few people here and there at the store. And that's where I was making my reference to the pipeline. Yeah. You know, cause like you have all these drivers going away. You have all these people that do the, the, the calls going to be going away. The factory workers. Well, that's the, the spillage in order to have this technology be in, uh, in ba- or embedded to our society. Now those jobs will be gone for those who are currently working it. Yeah. That's the spillage. I mean, that's millions and millions of jobs. Yeah. So how do you, how do you function? I mean, so you can't say, uh, well, those people, we're going to have too many people out of work, so we can't do technology anymore. <laughs> like, it, you can't say that. That doesn't make any sense. Well, so you have to transition society to a place where technology can still benefit us in this way, but people don't have to starve to death. But the biggest thing, too, is that thousands of people hate change. I embrace it, you know, I, to, to a point, obviously. But I mean, like, there's some things that you just, why change the wheel? Right. But I, like anything new, I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, let's, let's do it. You know, and like, let's check it out, you know. But seeing that and the way our society of our millennial group is mm-hmm. that once they get fired, they're just going to give up. They're like, oh, why can't I just have my job? Well, you guys have to get off your ass and actually do something to get to this point, to help with this point. Well, you got to. So I, I'm going to disagree with you there about millennials because I used to think that way. 
But now, after having sort of really taken a an in depth, I'm, I'm not talking about like all the millennials. I'm talking about the the general view of millennials. That's like the, you that's know, like the stereotype. The stereotype. Yeah, that. that's what I'm yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. You, you yeah. still have those who are that stereotype. Mm-hmm. But those have been in every generation. True, but this is like to the point where it's like bad. So, but us as millennials, we're more. Uh, viewed that way because we have this sort of mindset that's brought on by our cultural position, meaning the way society is right now, I I think, and Andrew Yang himself said this, our parents were 70% more likely to be more successful, 70 to 80% more likely to be more successful than their parents. I'm nodding, by the way. Yeah, I know. Yeah. They're not watching us, they're hearing us, so I have to say it. <laughs> I thought you were like explaining it to me. I'm like, I can see it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm more the listener's way. I'm like, I'm nodding in agreement. So there's 70, 80% more uh, likely to be more successful than their parents. We have a 50 50 shot. My kids are going to have less, and it's going to uh, decline exponentially over the next, say, 20 to 30 years. Jobs are going to become more scarce. Um, even the jobs that still exist. I mean, there's only so many fucking plumbers you need, right? Like right now, if I call plumber right now, someone's going to be here in 20 minutes. Yeah. For you, you but not for me. It took two days for me. Remember? (laughs) Oh, well, yeah. Well, that's because we relied on someone else to bring a a plumber in here. If our landlord just said, go find a plumber, we'd have one here right away. But there's only so many plumbers you need in the world. And there's only so many electricians you need in the world, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The jobs that are harder to automate. But eventually they'll figure out a way to automate those two uh, or at least slim down the human workforce because humans are extremely expensive to upkeep and feed and all this. Let alone unreliable. So what happens then when you no longer need people to work? How do those people feed themselves without selling green? What's the soiling green? I mean, you're not actually very far <laughs> off. Like, you know, food's going to become more. You're going to have food that is, you know, you eat for taste and you're going to have food that you eat for nutrition and uh, uh, somewhere in the middle, a mix of both. I, I drank that drink. Mm-hmm. There's a drink called Soylent. Everybody makes fun of it for the name. And it was not meant to be like a food where you're like, oh, this is delicious. It was meant to just have like. A very neutral taste. It's, t- it's taking your vitamins. That's basically what it's supposed to be. Yeah, but you get form. your fats, your vitamins, your proteins, everything that but you need you, to survive. You realize what I was referring to in the soil and, soil and green. Yeah, where my people are. To it, though. We're gonna yes, chop okay. people up and and you know get rid of the problem <laughs> and eat the problem at the same time. <laughs> Feed those who uh, uh, the strong survive. I don't know. Anyway, what Andrew Yang is proposing is something called UBI or Universal Basic Income. And, you know, in my opinion, he's using it as a stepping stone towards the future because eventually in a perfect technological world, society is going to be cashless, right? We're not going to operate the same way that we do. Hence why he said Star Trek. Whatever gets us to Star Trek faster. So you start off by you, you have to work within the system. So you give everybody a thousand dollars a month, which is what he's proposing. It comes out to something crazy like three trillion dollars a year. Uh, that it would cost the U.S. Well, to you do take a thousand dollars times every single U.S. citizen. Yeah, almost four hundred million people. Maybe you know? that's why Trump's trying to get rid of everybody that's not a U.S. citizen. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta this slim the, down now. This, was, this is the long game. <laughs> yeah, like Trump and Yang are like secretly <laughs> in league with each other. We gotta get everybody out of here. No, but um, 
so UBI is one of his major platforms that he runs on. Now, when you read about this or when I told you about this, like what what did you think about it? Did you think it was crazy? No, I I I respected it, honestly. Yeah. I mean, like I it well, the way you said it too, when you said that, yeah, we're gonna get like a 10%, 15%, maybe 20% the most tax on us, but in the long run, it's it's like investing. Yeah. So I'm investing for this something that I know that will work, like the, the new the new phone that's coming out right now. Like my my company, we make the little wafers to, that make the uh, the cell boards, not cell boards, but um the, PCB the microchips boards, yeah. that go into the cell phones. Yeah, all the cell phones. So if we do good on that, that means the cell phone prices drop. So if something costs a thousand dollars, and all of a sudden some, the company that makes the cell phones buys our product. That thousand dollars drops down to nine hundred, drops down to eight hundred, drops down more and more and more because we're making the technology better for the cell phones. Sure, yeah. The better so, society runs, the cheaper everything gets, yes. and the more money everybody has. So being taxed twenty percent, we're already being taxed on everything fucking thing, anyways. We we get we have a fucking death tax. Well, the idea. I mean, come on. The idea, so, as as he said, it is a is a concrete ten percent. That tax. Well, I'm using 20% at the most because, yeah, it's going to be 10%, but something's going to happen down the line where we have to increase it to 15%. Sure, so I'm, yeah. I'm using it in the future general sense. Okay. And doing it this way, like I said before, everything's already taxed anyways. Well, what the fuck is the difference? So I understand like doing this, at least this is not going to somebody ass, some asshole's pocket. Yeah. This is going towards something that's actually going to be better for all of us. Right. It's more of an investment for a general public and myself in general, not just some like, you own the company of whatever. Guess what? You own, you own, you're pretty much monopolized. You're the only one that does this. Yeah. Amazon. Guess what? I'm putting a 50% tax on this bitch. Well, guess, like, guess, okay. Yeah. I need this product. Well, fuck. I just gave you a fucking 50% or more. Well, the idea, that price of that. the idea is you don't want to, you don't want to, uh, burden the companies too much that they make their products extraordinarily expensive. So you say this, you know, Amazon does how many transactions in a day? Probably <laughs> I, can't, I can't even hundreds guess. of thousands or millions in a day. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe my numbers are way up in America alone, but yeah, like a lot <laughs> of transactions per day. And you had a 10% VAT tax called a value added tax to each transaction. And this, this goes for every company. I'm not sure if it's companies of a certain size or what, but let's just assume it's every company. So everything has a VAT tax added. So right down to the, you know, the burger you buy at McDonald's uh, to the the computer you buy on Amazon, 10%. Well, that's a small sliver that doesn't hurt Amazon too bad and it doesn't hurt the consumer too bad, but it adds money into everybody's pockets. Well, what happens then? Slowly, and these companies are still profitable, but they're not becoming, we're taking the money from them and reinvesting it into the American people. That's what I mean. Getting out of their pocket, keeping, right. it, keeping it from their pocket and, and putting it into something that's more, that will, it's a trust fund. It, it kind of. It's going to generate enough money after so much time and then it's going to be able to use it for something. Yeah. And you have, you have. It's a very actually conservative idea. You don't want the companies and the government to have all the fucking money. The the U.S. right now, the GDP is like something like twenty trillion dollars. We're the we're the most 
rich and most powerful country that's ever existed as far as we know in the universe. You know what I mean? Like we don't in the we universe. Don't, I'm pretty sure everything else in the universe doesn't even have a, a currency. Well, as far as we know, no one else exists in the universe. So like as far as we're concerned, most powerful country that's ever existed. Let's not get in that topic. <laughs> I'm just I'm just pointing out the scope of this. So why then do the top one percent Jeff Bezos of Amazon, Elon Musk of Tesla. Why? And the, you know, government fucking ridiculously rich, powerful people. Why do they control 90% of the money? That money should be in our hands. You know what I mean? So take my situation, for example. I don't make a lot of money. I'm not poor. I'm not rich. But like $1,000 a month extra, even if it's, even if it's adding on to like, my taxes that I pay by 10%, dude, I'm fucking, I'm good. You know what I mean? I'm, I'll be all right then. And so there's so many people who are in my same exact position, your same exact position. Like taxes, I get a thousand dollars back. That's like, that's, I get so ecstatic for that thousand dollars. Imagine a month. Dude, I I will, I will gladly not (laughs) take anything back in my taxes. If I get a thousand dollars a month, you know what I mean? Like I'll, I'll pay the 10%. Just give me a thousand. Here, fuck it. Give me nine. Give me a thousand dollars a month. I pay a hundred dollars a month in taxes. I'm good. I mean, you know you're, getting, I mean? you're getting eleven grand back. If you if you if you say if you get a thousand dollars for your tax return, yeah, that means you get a, you, and you get a thousand dollars a month. So you you subtract one month, you're getting eleven grand. Yeah, yeah. Where the, what, who's going to say that's a, a retarded idea? Nobody. <laughs> so what is what does that do? It solves a bunch of problems immediately. It's takes the power away or at least some of the power away from these ultra mega corporations. Sorry. Dude, uh, th- th- that means I could stop buying shit food that lasts forever. Yeah. <laughs> I could actually get decent food. That food that rots. Yeah. <laughs> All the food. I time I go grocery shopping, I spend a hundred dollars on shit that will last because I'm like, I don't have enough money for this or that. Right. Or I don't know when the next time I'll be able to wake up in time enough to go to the grocery store. And then we eat like garbage. Yes. And then and then we work so goddamn much because we need to make the money to buy the shit food that like imagine imagine you don't have you don't necessarily have to work full time. You know what I mean? Not not to say that you shouldn't not to say that people should be lazy with this, but like work 40 hours instead of 60. You know what I mean? And you can actually have the time to go to the store to buy food that's healthy <laughs> and feed your family correctly instead of like, oh, well, uh, we're having pasta again. Pasta again. Soup Here's again. mac and cheese again. Yeah. yeah. Shit like Here's that. Here's some hot dogs. So you take the, the power away and all of the wealth away. No, but, you know, you make a dent in these ultra mega <laughs> all pop- the wealth away. Let me, I'll get through the end of this fucking sentence. If it kills you, motherfucker. <laughs> all right. If we're going to take this shit away from them. Give it to the American people who then even if we're paying more taxes, it rebuilds the infrastructure. Then our infrastructure is failing as a country. You know what I mean? Our roads are like garbage now. Our our we're, we're like lagging behind other way less powerful countries in like our internet infrastructure. Even we have like one of the slowest internet uh, averages in the world. That's crazy to me. Right. Are you angry now? No, I'm letting you talk. Oh yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. Oh God. So that's, that's one of Andrew Yang's biggest uh, platforms 
when you were reading about him, what did you find to be like the most interesting thing? The the his entire concept about taking the thousand dollars a month and then investing it and turning it into technology to be useful for everybody else. Mm-hmm. That I thought was very useful. That like when you said something about Star Trek, and I'm like, oh, what the fuck are you talking about? You know, we're still got ways long before yeah. that point. But then I started reading about that and seeing, we're not really seeing, but reading about his capabilities, his thoughts of how to do it, how to get it started. Like that makes absolute sense. So I'm like, okay, I get, I can get behind that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He's got a lot of other really cool ideas too that I, I think are really cool. One of them is it's called democracy dollars. I didn't read anything about that yet. Okay. So essentially uh, the way the laws are are written right now, these ultra mega powerful corporations can invest unlimited money to get whoever they want elected. You, you, you do realize that we never actually said who this guy really is. Andrew Yang. We said his name. Yes. Yeah. But we didn't say like to like anybody else, like who the fuck is Andrew Yang? Yeah. So he's a, he's a democratic <laughs> presidential I'm, I'm, I'm candidate. Just, I'm thinking about the listeners here. Well, and here's that's, that's, you make a good point because he kind of just came out of nowhere. Well, it's nobody a, it's like really knows who he is. Told me the other day, like, hey, look up stuff about Andrew Yang, and I'm sitting there like, did you just say somebody that's Asian? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a that, white Asian. Okay, well, all right, you know, looking him up. I, I, that's the first time I ever heard about the guy. Yeah, you know. And by the way, he's not a white Asian, but it sounds like it with Andrew and then Yang. That's what I mean you know? by, by white Asian. <laughs> like, is he mixed or something? But no, he just kind of stormed onto the scene and very low key at first, but slowly picking up steam and with ideas like this i i think after the 2016 election we can see now that you can't it's time to stop saying that people are unelectable because they're fresh to the scene you know mm-hmm. barack obama kind of did it nobody really know knew who he was he wasn't making a big deal before he was became president basically and this guy so today this is huge well, going back actually a couple of weeks, he was on the Joe Rogan podcast. That's how I heard about him. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I was sense like, then. who the fuck is this? You know, and I started listening to it. I was like, all right, yeah. No, I like what he's saying, but I don't think people will go for it. That was my thought process, right? Then just the other day, uh, I saw him on the uh the last Democratic debate, and he was the only one there that wasn't playing the fucking game. Hmm. He wasn't like shooting shots at other people, he wasn't talking about the emails or he wasn't he didn't I don't think he said Donald Trump's he name. He wasn't using the ammunition that everybody else has. Yeah. And yeah. like he's the only guy that didn't wear a fucking tie. <laughs> and like they made fun of him for it and he was like fuck you. Who cares? Yeah. He's like that's that it's sad that that's what we're going to be talking mm-hmm. about tomorrow. And that's why I did it to show you guys. That kind of shit makes me fucking happy, you know? Well, no, I have more respect for the guy that doesn't wear the fucking tie. Yeah. Like like Obviously, you're doing a debate, so you kind of want to look nice, but at the same time, like, why do you have to be formal? Yeah. Like, dude, we've worn suits. We what, know it's not comfortable. What What the fuck in the, the rule book? What any rule book says I have to wear a fucking tie? Yeah. Like, since, and why would it matter? Dude, dress comfy. I mean, like, like some of the, the, so you know how I am with my work. Yeah. There are some supervisors that I'm sitting there like, how the fuck are you still alive? But there are some supervisors that will be like, hey, I got this issue. And they'll be like, look at the clock, look at their watch, push the shit off the side, stand up. And they saw I'm like, okay, so what the hell is wrong with the machine? And start rolling up their fucking sleeves. Yeah. And then like walk over to my machine and they'll, get, they'll dive right into it. I'm like, fuck yeah. 
Yeah. You know, like they're, they're not sitting there like, no, I'm better than you because I'm wearing a tie. So that I, I that, have that more, kind I have, of person go fuck themselves. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, like, I have more respect for the guy that doesn't wear the tie for this situation with everybody else making fun of him. I'm like, really? That's that that's your ammunition against this guy because he didn't wear a tie. You know how they do the press conferences at the White House? No, because I don't care about that. All right. Well, they do. <laughs> I would love to see the dude like I would love to see the president walk out with like some shorts on. Yeah. But like, yeah like, and like some sunscreen on his nose guy. and on his cheeks. Yeah, be a be a normal person who is solving issues. If I mean some sort of some diplomat from another country, yeah, I'm gonna dress up. But I mean, like in in to show the United States is I am your leader. Like I understand you have to have that some symbol of power. Yeah. But at the same time, like I'm representing you. But dude, symbol of power. If you, let's say you were going to meet like Putin, right? You had to like have a meeting with Putin. And you showed up in like your jean shorts. Yeah, that's also and like saying like smack you in the face kind of guy. Like, screw you. <laughs> yeah, it's like a fucking power move. It's like I'm sitting here for 15 hours. I'm sitting comfortable. <laughs> President shows up in his shorts and is like, you know, his fucking plaid jacket, smoking a cigarette. You know, what I mean? like, yeah, seeing me. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. I, I don't know, man. I just think that we need to we need to actually pay attention to people like this. Democracy dollars. That's what I was going to talk about before. Um, these mega corporations can invest unlimited amounts of money into people's campaigns. So, you know, Hillary Clinton got, you know, some wall street money and there's no limit to what they can do. They can just spend uh, whatever they want. And then, you know, let's say they spend a couple million on your campaign. Well, now you owe them, Mm. you know, and you're dealing with companies that fucking have enough money to fucking make people disappear. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about Jeffrey Epstein? No. Just today. Just fucking I don't know today. Who that is. All right. So Jeffrey Epstein is like a billionaire who has uh some, let's say, uncouth sexual tendencies towards my he fucks children. That's what I'm trying to get at. Allegedly fucks fu- children. Okay. And um was at parties with Donald Trump and Donald Trump was making comments a couple years ago about like, Oh, Jeffrey Epstein is a good friend of mine. He likes the ladies just like me. And I hear he likes them younger. And like there's pictures and videos of them like at clubs together back in the day. Right. So, <laughs> so he gets a right. He has some run in with the law a couple years ago and uh, gets off pretty easy because, you know, billionaire. Mm hmm. Gets caught again recently, ends up in jail, tells his prosecutors, like, right, let's strike a deal. I'll give you all the information you want about all the people you want, right? Tries to commit suicide a couple weeks ago. They, they catch him. Now he's under 24-hour constant watch. suicide watch. Dies today. <laughs> in his jail cell hangs himself that's awesome no it's not awesome <laughs> it, 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 it's the whole entire fact that people don't want to do their damn jobs like you're on a suicide watch how the fuck does he die yeah you're under 24-hour constant surveillance surveillance and, and like it's it's such a conspiracy like movie you know like the dude who's gonna mm-hmm. spill the beans and all the rich powerful people of the world he's gone mm-hmm. no more send a message Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, those kinds of people who uh, can make you disappear, you know, if you piss them off, you can uh, kill yourself by shooting yourself in the back of the head twice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, the other device. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 
It's a mechanical device that just attaches to your head. It has the gun on there and they just, but that's easy. It's in the movie shooter. You can see it. (laughs) (laughs) So people like that who can fund the elections and uh, buy, basically buy people to do with the government what you want them to do. Democracy dollars changes that up. So every election cycle, to my understanding, every American citizen gets $100 a year. All right. So not just election cycles. Every American gets $100 a year to give to candidates, use it or lose it. These democracy dollars would, by the sheer volume of the U.S. population, drown out the influence of mega donors. I'm reading this right from his site. So the U.S. government just hands out here, everybody take $100. You can fund whoever you want. So you have these grassroots campaigns like Bernie Sanders or Andrew Yang, and you can give them your $100. And so now you have 400 million people who have the power to influence the elections much more than these companies really yeah, you're can no afford longer, to. Like, you're no longer depending on the companies as Amazon because mm-hmm. you know they have the money. They can, hey, I need a couple billion for this 2% vote. Yeah. You know. It's about the people, you know, it's the people like that. That's why I don't vote. Cause like when I was saying before earlier, mm-hmm. I don't vote. Cause of what the fuck's my vote going to matter? Like this asshole has donated $20 billion towards this campaign for more votes against this. My one vote. Yeah. Which is a 0.0001% of that vote, you know, compared right. to his 2%. Like what the fuck is my vote going to do? And that's, and that's how everybody else is going to think anyways. So that what the fuck is going to happen? And if we do all vote, it's like, okay, now we just add up to that, you know, half percent now, finally. Yeah. He still has 2%. That's why young people don't vote mm-hmm. because we get it. We know how this world is, is working now. Mm-hmm. And, and granted lately people are turning out more and more because we at least have to get fucking Donald Trump out of the way. Yeah. But. but I mean, like when you, when you read about this, what you're saying, that makes more sense now. Like, Hey, now you have the ability to make a difference rather than just your vote. Now here's the money to help influx that 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 amazon company yeah or whatever company that's going to be giving that billion dollars towards that percentage of votes right because now the american people suddenly have the power to do it too and they don't have have a hundred dollars but towards this bullshit (laughs) right i mean but we don't have to dig into our pockets anymore to influence an election which is okay deal with an asshole for the next couple four years or so or have that extra hundred dollars towards they have my lights on exactly well fuck i don't have the like and, and these companies have been banking on us to be poor enough to not be able to fight them. Yes. And now, you know, so he wants to change that. Andrew Yang wants to put the power back into the people and not just in the pockets. You have to say it like that. Of the poo-poo heads. I don't know. I'm just now I'm just starting every sentence with peace. So. Uh, you know, and, and, and there's a lot of other things he wants to do. You know, he wants to give Medicare for all, which is a, a, a popular. Yeah, I, I finished off reading on just the beginning of that medic, <laughs> yeah. medical, his medical view. So which, I don't have any knowledge on that. Hey man, you know, if, if people don't have to pay, you know, $700 a month to insure their families now, I mean, that's fucking ridiculous. And through that, we can actually start to control and, uh, rein in these fucking medical costs, it shouldn't cost you $20,000 to get an MRI, mm-hmm. to run a machine, uh, you know, a, a magnet for uh, 13 minutes. It's the same thing. Like, like if you get injured enough, and you have to take an ambulance, right? That's the most expensive cab ride in your life. Yeah. $900 to go five miles. Yeah. That's stupid. Which I understand. Like, like they're the EMTs are experienced. 
They know their shit. They'll keep you alive to get there. Yeah. But if I break my leg, fuck, fuck it. No, put me in my driver's seat in my car. I'll drive myself. Let's put it this way, though, dude. Those two, it's usually two, right? It's always yeah, it's two always EMTs. Two. It's, not, not, it's not like three. they're getting $450 a piece for that ride. Yeah. You I know, mean, like, <laughs> like, the, 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 like <coughs> I'm not bagging on them. I'm not saying like I respect them because my Nathaniel's dad's an EMT. Yeah. And like he, he sees some shit. No, oh, of he course. Goes, he puts himself some shit. He goes through some rough neighborhoods where they're shooting at him. I'll tell you what. If the money was going to them, I oh, wouldn't mind it so yeah. much. Because they deal with a lot of shit, but it, it's it's not. It's going, you know, they're getting 1% of that. And it's going to all these fucking crazy, stupid, ridiculous costs. He's like, oh, I need a new page of my yacht. <laughs> Independence Day. He's like, what are you going to pay $30,000 for a hammer? You know that reference comes from, right? Uh, not not really, no. I, I don't remember where it originated from, but the reference is saying like, yeah, I'm I'm paying for some other stuff, but I'm saying it's a hammer. No, what he was saying was how they have to allocate, like how what is uh, what the government buys just costs way more. You know, like no, they're saying like no. The reference to that uh, we might be seeing it two different ways. Maybe it's saying like here's my bottle of water, but it's really alcohol. But for some reason, my bottle of water costs ninety dollars. No, th- th- all right. So I okay. Did you understand where I'm going? I get where you're there, going. It's a conspiracy of saying like yeah, the I'm way paying I t- the way this I much money was for something like, else. The way I took it was that they were saying. You know, when you look at like if I go to buy something at a store, it costs me whatever the store charges. But like if a if the government or like a you know the huge clinical foundation needs to buy something, the price is usually more because yeah, they that, have the we, we the money to spend. About two different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mine's a conspiracy aspect of like saying like I just bought three thousand pounds of crack, but I'm saying it's baby powder. <laughs> All right. Well, I just spent twenty grand on baby powder. Okay. Does that make sense now? Yeah, I got it. <laughs> You're looking at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know what happened. No, but, um, you know, the way it shouldn't cost $900 to go five miles to the hospital. It shouldn't cost 20 grand to get an MRI. It yeah, if I've been life flighted. Okay. I understand. Nine, yeah. Well, yeah. You're paying for the gas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> flying anything is expensive, but even then, you know, I don't, there's the problem is, is that, you have brain surgeons who are making, you know, a couple million a year, tens of millions of dollars a year. And your pediatric doctor, arguably in some ways more important because it's the the person who's maintaining your health Mm. (laughs) to keep you from having to go to the fucking brain surgeon is making far less than that. And so you have, I don't know, man, it's like the whole thing is a drain uh, a money pit, but yeah, it's a money pit. But then, if you look at that aspect, you're you're looking more into the difference of jobs. You're dealing with somebody that's dealing with your family on an almost daily, maybe weekly bias time basis. Yeah. basis sorry, compared to that one guy that you might need, yeah, in your life. But at the same time, like the the, the difference in uh, difficulty level, I should say. Oh, yeah, it's massive. I mean, it's a huge. I can understand being paid more as a brain surgeon, but like to that extent? Well, maybe not. No, no, no not no. that extent. Not, not, you know, not a hundred times more or a thousand times more. You yeah. Know? I don't know. I, either way, to, to make Medicare for all a reality helps everybody. Everybody is insured. Nobody pays out of pocket. Uh, the, now, the cost comes from somewhere. Don't get me wrong. 
but it doesn't come really from us. Yeah. It comes from the lower middle class. The pe- you know, it comes from the people who have all the fucking money and it's not you and me, you know? So I think society definitely needs to move in the way that Andrew Yang says it needs to go. No, I totally agree. I mean, that would make me more happier. Oh yeah. I mean, the stress I, relief alone. I mean, I, that that's like the lamest word I could probably f- figure out when I was started reading about Andrew Yang is make me happier. Just like I actually smiled while reading about his shit. Yeah. It's the first time I've, aside from Bernie, you know, Bernie was great. I think Bernie doesn't go far enough. Like Andrew Yang goes far enough. I think well, he's actually he's starting his own person. He's more of a person. What do you mean? <laughs> Is well, Bernie not a person? No, he's a political guy. <laughs> <laughs> now we got to be fair to Bernie. So like Bernie seeing, seeing like Obama, right seeing Trump, seeing Bush, seeing Bernie, seeing Hillary. No matter what, they're all political assholes. They're all for the politics. Like I understand you need the, the knowledge of dealing with the, polit- the pol- policies of anything Listen, else. But be, I mean, like you got to be fair. Seeing Andrew Yang, he's he's the regular guy trying to make a difference. That, he's, that I agree he's, with. he's jumping into the fray with all these old ass lions. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a lion, but like like guess what? I'm a fucking tiger. Yeah. You know, fuck you. That's actually a great way to put it. Like, like I'm trying to do something rather than like you guys like, oh, I'm going to build a wall or I'm going to make sure that, you know, we know what's happening in Area 51. I'll tell you what kind of aliens we have once you elect me. <laughs> Did it. Everybody says that shit. <laughs> Bernie just said that That's shit. what I'm referring to. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean like, no, then he got him. No, what I want to do is make something that's better for every single fucking person on this planet. Yeah. And I want to. Not wanna- even the United States, just planet. Like, and, and I want to do it with gonna the data. It's going to start here, obviously, but I mean, it's going to become the whole entire world. Yeah. And you can't, and a lot of, you know, not to say that other presidents haven't said those types of things, um, but this guy is all about the data mm-hmm. and, and wherever the data leads is the right way, you know? So for anybody else who wants to know more, we're coming up uh, on an hour now. <laughs> that went fast. <laughs> anybody else who wants to know more, go to Yang. Y-A-N-G 2020 2020.com. Yang2020.com. That's the official site. Uh, I think, I mean, you know, I'll vote for whoever the Democratic candidate is. I'm not going to make... I might vote. If Andrew Yang's in line? Yeah. I, dude, there are a lot of Asian I mean, Americans I, now I, speaking I, well, up. He already has half my vote. <laughs> <laughs> because he's Asian, all right? But I mean, like <laughs> the Asian part is voting for Andrew Yang. <laughs> the Nazi German part is voting for Trump again. <laughs> no, I didn't no, vote didn't, for him. Vote, yeah, no, didn't vote fuck for you. Um, no, but I mean, if he gets into line to like the top four. Yeah. I might sit there and be like, I'll be sitting in line with you probably to vote. Are you registered to vote? Yeah. As what? I don't know. You better check that yeah, because <laughs> in Ohio, if you're if you're voting for a Democrat but you're registered Republican, they throw your vote out. No, really, and that fucked up. So that's that, that's another reason why I don't like to vote either. Because back in the day, we didn't we, we, we there wasn't supposed to be any de- uh, Democrat or Republican parties. Yeah, there, there was supposed to be no view on parties anyway. There's supposed to be a vote. Mm-hmm. Who's the person that gets to represent the United States? Why do you have to register as one or the other? Yeah, and why? If, and if you don't, I'm they registered. Throw your vote out. I'm just why can't I just be registered? Andrew Yang just said it the best. He's not left or he's right. He's forward. Mm. I love that. <laughs> it's such a catchy fucking phrase. But um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting. 
I can't wait for the next debate. I got to do more research on him. I got to watch more shit on him. But I mean, yeah. like he, like I said, he already has my vote just because he's Asian. And I'm like, I already knew that aspect. Like, <laughs> I know where this is probably going to go. I think he already has half my vote. Thank God he's a good person. <laughs> and you know me, I'm not political. I hate having the politics, yeah. you know, topic coming around the conversation. I realized this was kind of, yeah, this is definitely a weird show for you probably yeah. to, to talk about. And I'm like trying my hardest not to go blowing up on something or just walking out or being like, <laughs> fuck you. I'm talking about fucking, you know, telephones yeah, <laughs> yeah. some yeah. ram ass shit but well, that's my view on it like i'm not a political person and then seeing and reading what i've read in the past 12 hours mm-hmm. like literally it's 12 hours i did my research which is not very much <laughs> well yeah, we so we don't again we don't have a lot of time to uh to do these kinds of things um so i in order to prepare for this i actually reached out to uh a couple of subreddits on reddit and i just want to give a quick shout out to them um, the subreddit Yang for President HQ. That's one of the subreddits. And uh, Yang Gang, <laughs> which I like. Yeah, I saw the Yang Gang picture on your screen there. <laughs> yeah. The logo for like, it is how's hilarious. that legal? Check out, check out r slash Yang Gang and r slash Yang for President HQ. I, I posted the same thread on, on both subreddits. Kind of seeing what people wanted to hear us talk about. And I, I know we didn't get to everything here. But uh, hopefully this will at least get people, anybody who hears it, it'll at least get people talking about it, discussing it, uh, because the the worst thing you can do is really, no offense to you, is just ignore it, <clears throat> especially in a time like now where we know who who is there currently needs to go. You know what I mean? Trump's got to, he's got to get out of there. Like mm. we're, we're, we're embarrassing ourselves with this guy right now. And uh at literally almost anybody would be better than him. Like I, I, I would rather had like Mitt Romney, you know, or any of those no, other Romney, who I, I thought Romney. were crazy Republicans, but not anymore. You know, like I was like, Oh, Mitt Romney is a Mormon. <laughs> you know, like they wear magic underwear. Like that seems sane now to me, which is crazy to say, but uh, yeah, get people talking about it and, you know, inform people a little bit. Yang2020.com. Check it out. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I guess we'll end it off there. Yep. Got anything else you want to add? Listen to the show. Listen to the show. <laughs> Listen to our other shows. <laughs> give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. You tell us what you think. All right. And give make it a five star rating, even if you don't like it. Just give us a three star. Just give us that's our that's our meme. Give us yeah. all three. No, you got to do five star. I think to get higher up in right, no, start off, how they give show us three star, then go to five star. So get so go back and edit your review later if that's possible. Yes. If it's not possible, start off at five star. Yes. Get us just share us. <laughs> Put us on if you work at a superstore, like a like a Sam's Club or a Walmart. Just. Play our no, do not play our play. podcast to the speakers. Do it. What the fuck? <laughs> He's a rapist. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Uh, www.downrightgood.net and uh, yeah, check us out. Spotify, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and uh, again, check out yanggang2020.com and the subreddits r slash yang for president hq and r slash yang gang. And uh, we'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Bye now. Whoa! Somebody's coming. We have to get out of here. We've got to find a judge or something.